You are now investigating the invisible. We and AI. Hello, and welcome back to the We and AI podcast. We hope you're feeling merry and bright because today we're celebrating the holidays and Kevin is feeling very festive. Yes, I am. Now, an author from many years ago called Arthur C. Clarke once said that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And there's one person out there who absolutely relies on magic to get his job done. And that's Santa Claus. What fuels his magic? Well, that's Christmas spirit, of course. Now, Santa happens to be a good friend of the show. And he told us that he's worried there's not enough Christmas spirit to deliver all the toys this year. So naturally, we wanted to find a way to help him out. Well, we certainly want to help him out this Christmas time. If he can't deliver the toys, that would be a disaster. So... Uh, I think he's going to be listening in and he might even drop into the show later to say hello. So how are we going to help him? We've called all of our expert friends around the world and asked them one question. How can AI, that's artificial intelligence, help Santa Claus? So right about now, I feel like screaming, Santa! (laughs) (laughs) I am excited to hear what our friends around the world have said. So let's get started. Our first guest is Lewis Columbus, a senior contributor at Forbes magazine. He's here to talk to us about all the different ways that AI will be deployed up in the North Pole. Now, I thought I loved Christmas until I spoke to Lewis. <laughs> he absolutely loves Christmas more than anyone that, I, that I've ever known. So please enjoy this, this interview with him. Hi, my name is Lewis Columbus, and I'm going to talk with you about one of my favorite topics, which is how Santa is using AI to help with manufacturing gifts and being able to run a really efficient operation up at the North Pole in, in anticipation of a very big Christmas this year. It's going to be a really complex one because there's a lot of children that have moved, and you know he's, he's all about wanting to be there for the kids. And so we're going to talk about how he's using AI today to be able to do that, and we're going to talk about where he's at with, with AI and what he's thinking about. You know, up there, they are constantly looking for new technologies to see how they can create gifts that are going to leave you really awestruck when you open them under the tree, that you're going to remember them for decades. They love that. They live for that. He also loves tech. He's fascinated with it. And, you know, when Bill Gates asked for a keyboard and uh, his first PC and, and books on programming, of course, Santa came through, Elon Musk, He's looking for toy rockets, electric cars. Taylor Swift, looking for a guitar, looking for musical instruments. The same with Sheryl Crow. Yep, it was Santa. Santa's the one that came through. He gave the perfect gift because it set them free to soar farther than anyone could imagine. And that's what he loves technology about. It sets people free to be able to excel beyond their own dreams of where they could go. So AI is a really big deal at the North Pole right now. And it starts with the naughty and nice list. You know, the naughty and nice list before was very manual. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of jockeying going on. I mean, if you don't didn't know this, but there are elves 
interceding on your behalf if you've been halfway decent as a as being naughty or nice, the elves are really putting in a good word with Santa, trying to turn it around. Because the elves believe the best about people. And that's what's so awesome about elves, is they believe the best. And so Santa's looked at that and said, hmm, we could probably use AI to pick up on more nuanced, more, you know, more of the fine-tuning of this list. And so he probably told me, we've had a 17% reversal in Naughty to Nice this year. And so we're going to get more presence to the more deserving nice list. So getting that uh, list is also super important um, because the naughty and nice list is really something called a forecast. And a forecast in manufacturing is says, how much are we going to build of something? So, you know, a lot of kids have been really good this year. There's been a lot of changes. You know, everybody's at home, as I said. And so they have this huge forecast for PlayStation 5s right now. And so... They're using AI to forecast how many PlayStation 5s that the elves can build. And they've also figured out, using AI, how to overcome the memory limitation on PlayStation 5 so they can run the most advanced games. Well, the engineers that built the PlayStation 5, of course, blown away. And they've been invited up to the North Pole to understand how Santa and the elves have been able to use that technology to be able to understand PlayStation 5 and build enough for all the really nice children in the world right now. And... They're also using AI to decide what building to build, what what toys in at the right time. And so that sounds like it could be simple, but when you have like thousands of elves and they all have all their different skill sets and they're all really good at maybe building one specific toy, well, Santa is a pretty much of a forward thinker about this. And so he likes to match uh, the best elves the ones that have an affinity, a skill set, they have a, a capacity for excelling at PlayStation 5s or excelling at uh, building a Mandalorian armor from that show or even uh, voice-activated Yodas. You know, he uses AI to be able to segment out and assign their elves to the best possible toy building. And of course, the elves are they're fun-loving, but they're also very competitive. And so they have speed tests of how fast they can build toys. And that's been really, really good for the PlayStation 5 demand. So the original manufacturer of PlayStation 5 is extremely grateful um, to have the overflow of Sen and the Elves handling that excess capacity that he brings so much to that. So Elves also, you know, sometimes they want to change. Sometimes they're building Mandalorian armor, maybe lightsabers, different you know, items, and they want to be able to switch. So Santa's also using AI for something called elf improvement. And elf improvement is giving the elves the opportunity to really make the most of their innate skills and their innate capabilities. And Santa's really big into that. And he said, AI has really given me a new outlook and a new insight into the capabilities of my elves I didn't even see before. And it's really unleashed their happiness, and it's really given them an opportunity to be even happier doing what they do, which is building toys. They just get up in the morning and they love it. So having AI guide that has been huge for them. Now, the other aspect about Santa's job is, you know, he circles the globe, and he's been circling the globe for many years now, and he's seeing how the environment's changing. And he's seeing the size of landfills get a little bit bigger. He's seeing, uh, he's seeing the impact of more things being thrown out and, and you know, the earth really getting impacted by everything environmentally happening right now. And so he went to, a, there's a very exclusive 
uh, agency up there at the North Pole. It's called the ELF Environmental Protection Agency, and it's the EEPA. And these are sp- with some of the most brilliant minds of, of ELFdom with regard to how do we preserve the planet. And so EEPA came back to him and said, you know, we've got this great idea. We're going to make a secret pact with the parents. The deal is the parents grab the packaging and they send it back to the North Pole. And in exchange, they get on the nice list for three years. Now, if you're a parent and you're on the nice list and you could accumulate up to 10 years, that's when you get a new car. So that's huge. The Rangers are also really loving AI because AI is giving them the opportunity to fly around clouds and storms that maybe they had to fly through. Now, Rangers are a hardy lot. You know, they're, they're pretty tough. Um, and they, but they've got so much to do because so many children have moved to different locations this year. And so what Santa's saying is with AI, they can find those children that have moved. So if you've moved this year, don't be afraid because Santa's going to find you. So in conclusion, Santa and the elves, they believe the best in you. They believe the best in AI. And they use AI to keep you and the great kids of the world at the center of Christmas at the center of to be it, keep it child driven and driven towards bringing great joy to people and great potential. With that, I say Merry Christmas to you and have a great holiday season. So, Kevin. Uh, Lewis seemed to have a lot of insight as to how Santa's operation works in the North Pole, didn't he? He certainly did. He, he seemed to have a lot more insight than I expected him to uh, to, to tell us about. So uh, what do you think? Is he uh, something suspicious going on there? Yes, something very suspicious. You know, I, I have a feeling that, you know, he might be on the inside uh, to all of this operation. Definitely. Like, and especially, right, all the signs are there that... Lewis is an elf, right? Let me hear me hear me out on this, right? Okay. So Lewis um, works for uh, Forbes magazine, right? So grown-ups will know what that is, but it's a magazine. It's all about business, and he's wrote nine hundred articles for Forbes, right? Wow. Now, just to put that into perspective, right? That's like if you went to school, right, for five years. I came home every day after school for five years and spent about two hours on your homework every single day for five years. That's how much effort he's put in to articles. Now, that's an elf level of productivity, if you ask me. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It just sounds uh, humanly impossible to get that amount of work done in such a short period of time. So uh, I guess our listeners have to do a bit of investigating on on Lewis to see if we can house him as an elf. Hire him if you can, because you know he, <laughs> he's going to do a good job for you. And, and I lo- he gets the spirit of Christmas as well. You know, that's, that's what I love about it. And, and he, what he was saying to me when I, when I spoke to him, he was saying, you know, that what Santa represents to him is it's all the positive, affirming, accepting, you know, and, and always believing the best in people. And, uh, and, and, and that's what he was telling me. So, yeah, he gets Christmas. 
He certainly does. And I like the insight that he was able to give because Santa actually gets us the gift that makes us soar as individuals. So really going, uh, uh, you know, uh, with your dreams and being able to achieve them wherever in the world you are. And regardless of the challenges you're facing, you know, Santa gives the perfect gift that makes you that individual you want to be. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and it has me thinking about some of the toys I had when, when I was a kid and I was a good boy. I think every year, because I, I got gifts every year from Santa, so I was very lucky. But I remember some, some of the ones I liked the most were, were the ones that kind of got me thinking, you know. Uh, yes. uh, there was a strategy game I got when I was a kid, Battleship. It was an electronic battleship. And I loved playing that because it, it, it really kind of set me on a course of, uh, you know, strategy and all of, and all of that. It was, it's, it's, I really loved it. Yeah, yeah. And the importance of the uh, naughty and nice list uh, was made even clearer because, you know, it's it's important for the forecasting of manufacturing of gifts. Uh, I didn't realize that, you know, it played such an important role in in the whole planning uh, by Santa and his elves. Of course, you think about it. They have to know how many people, how many boys and girls are good and bad, right? Naughty and nice. Um, so they know how many items that they have to manufacture and when they need to start making them. So mm-hmm. do they need to start making them in February or do they have a couple of months off and maybe they'll start in, in June? Um, and, and I also like their other uh, piece. He was talking about elf improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, imagine being an elf and you make bicycles, for instance, and you kind of get a bit tired making bicycles. So you want to go and build Mandalorian armor or Baby Yoda's or, or, or any of those things and, and the AI will be able to, to to show you what you know what training you need to do in order to to uh, build different types of toys so you can keep moving around all the time and being fresh and, and excited about what you're doing yes yes very very important and we all know that what helps us make it to the naughty or nice list is you know be nice to everyone our family members our friends and even our environment that came through loud and clear didn't it yeah the environment and of course yeah santa's traveling all around the world and he can see as as uh, as lewis said he can see the landfills are getting bigger bigger there's more and mm. more waste so so be careful this year when you get all your wrapping make sure it's put in a nice neat pile for your 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 mommy and daddy uh, or mummy and daddy as you say in england <laughs> <laughs> we say mommy in ireland uh so that they can they can bring that to the the recycling yes very important so now i'd like to get specific one of the most important aspects of santa's work is travel He needs to be able to fly around and get to all of the children across the world. And luckily, we have an expert on the show to talk to us about this exact thing. Here's Helen Gould, who has spent 20 years at Intel heading up their autonomous flying uh, vehicles, right? Autonomous aerial vehicles. So that's basically flying robots. Uh, And she's one of the... um, to one of the brilliant minds behind that division. So uh, let's see what she has to say. Hello, my name is Helen Gould. Santa invited me to join you today to share how Santa is using the latest and the 
greatest technologies to help with delivering presents to good girls and boys this year. As you know, Santa has a big job to do and now has some new helpers. In many places, Santa is using house elves named Alexa and Siri and Bixby and Google to listen carefully throughout the year to see who has been naughty and who has been nice. You can even call Santa yourself by asking Alexa or Google to place the call. And now, when the big day approaches, Santa is also finding some new helpers to get all the presents delivered to the right houses. This year, he's planning to send out drones to carry and deliver presents right from his sleigh. Santa and I are wishing all of you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All right, well, that was really interesting. Thank you very much, Helen, for your contribution to the show. We're getting so close to Santa calling into us now. I know he's listening and he's taking all of these tips. Let's let's get on with the show and uh, stay with us because Santa will be with us very shortly. Not long to go now. Santa is right round the corner. So let's, uh, let's move on now to our quick fire round. And obviously, we need to make sure that Santa has the help he needs for Christmas Eve on December 24th. So we spoke to every single guest of the show that we've had on Investigating the Invisible so far, and we asked them the same question. How can AI help Santa? So in order of appearance, you're going to hear from our guests, Dr. Rob Elliott-Smith, Philip Hunter, Deepak Paramanand, Umang Patel, Brumi Balaram, and Eileen Shivot. Well, we really hope you enjoyed our answers. And after we play these uh, interviews, we're going to talk to Santa Claus. So how can AI help Santa? Well, you know, uh, I am taken to the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and how, how introducing diversity uh, uh, helped Santa uh, to be able to do his job better. And I think that's really important. However, I will say in the traditional telling of that story, it's, it's really a shame that, that everybody uh, is prejudiced against Rudolph because he looks different up to the point that his difference, use, difference is useful and then they all love him, which, which, which really doesn't come off as very good either. I don't, you know, Santa Claus does so many things so well. Um, it's, it's hard to imagine. Um, maybe... Maybe help him plan his his route a little better. Maybe you know you know and, and, you know what. Here's what I worry about: is someday Elon Musk is going to be successful and have us colonizing Mars. Then what's Santa going to do? Santa's going to have to figure something out. Wow, what a question! How do I make Santa? Uh, well, if I do this, I'm definitely becoming a good boy. So this year, Santa should give me lots of gifts. That's for sure. How will I help Santa? I think the problem Santa faces is personalizing the gift to the individual, right? Making sure this person needs this this point in time and not somewhere else. For example, everybody loves Lego, but this year, because I have a personal experience of cycling, maybe I need a bike or maybe I need a Lego bike to go make that happen. So I would help Santa in not only giving a gift, but personalizing the gift so much accurate to the individual that when the individual sees it, how could you have known that? 
you have read my mind, you read my heart and my soul. This is exactly what I wanted versus the standard generic, you get a Lego, you get a bike or you get pom-poms, whatever that is. So I would say personalization and increasing the happiness for a kid. Uh, where would AI be most helpful? I think probably in the naughty and nice list. I think it could probably help him with that. That would be that would be where I'd go. You know, I think we could help you understand he's naughty and he's nice. And I've got a three year old and a six year old running around in the background. I can't tell you what list they're going to be on. So you know, and I'd hope AI could help him with that. Just in case they listen, um, I'm pretty confident they're going to be on the nice list. Yeah, I mean, I think there are actually already tools that could probably help help Santa. And so when we talked about narrow AI, for example, um, when we think about um, navigation or mapping technology, that all is probably underpinned by AI. So to ensure that Santa doesn't get lost on his way to, um, you know, little Susie's house, he could use um, AI to help him get there. How can AI help Santa? Well, um, if you have a lot of data about your you know the people the children you're delivering gifts to you know their preferences you know what they like what they don't like the kind of clothes they bought before then you can build up a system that can allow well Santa will have to build it obviously with you know all the like his team and yeah you know he will be able to um you know deliver better uh faster um and you know like excellent customer service afterwards you know if there are any complaints because that will be handled by a chatbot and a voice assistant so i think there's yeah ai can do a lot to help center this year especially because he's not going to be able to hug anyone touch anyone so there's got to be really good connection somehow found digitally so so kevin um our guest had a lot of ideas about how AI can help Santa. It was really um, exciting to hear all of that. Yeah, and, and they, uh, uh, from speaking with them, they come from a number of different backgrounds as well. You know, they they don't all particularly celebrate Santa Claus. So they were, but they were more than happy to help out when they heard that Santa needed a little bit of help this year. Um, but there was some good stuff in there like there's some great suggestions it's personalization yes. um, you know that one stood out for me a lot of people were talking about that it can help you get the right gift the best gift that you want without having to write a list I think Deepak mentioned yeah. that yeah and and I guess it, get, it goes to show how our expectations have evolved as you know we are utilizing uh, technology more so it's not all about you know physically writing a list it's really about Santa truly knowing and delivering that perfect gift ah and the last minute changes to the naughty or nice list yes that that's even more important especially this year because a lot of us have faced a number of challenges uh even kids you know from having to be homeschooled not seeing your friends and family as often as you normally would you know i i am hoping that majority of us have made it to that nice list don't you well I, I, I would certainly hope so. And I, I've seen a lot of niceness going on this year. So I'm sure Santa has, uh, is well aware of it. I've loved hearing from all of our guests. But you know, Kevin, I've got some of my own examples of how AI has been used and not got it quite right. Oh, really? Yes. Here's some incredible AI holiday mishaps. <laughs> 
Oh, interesting. Let's start with a Christmas carol that was created by artificial intelligence. A team at the University of Toronto trained a recurrent neural network to write a song inspired by a Christmas tree. And we're going to hear it now. Right. Well, uh, you know, for any musical artists out there, I think your job is safe. Uh, (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) So the usual holiday period um, artists that we wheel out year after year who serenade us with our Christmas songs and Christmas carols have nothing to fear because AI is certainly not replacing them. Absolutely not. Slade will sleep happy tonight. Uh, <laughs> there's no doubt about Indeed. that. Yes. <laughs> and I guess um, the attempt to utilise AI to come up with Christmas chair doesn't really uh, stop with songs. Where else have you seen the, the attempt to utilise AI for Christmas uh, happiness? Well... There's a team at MIT, um, so that's like a big university in, 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 in America, in North America. And, uh, and they're like really clever team from MIT and they know all of the technology, right? That, that's out there, right? These, these guys are geniuses. And they try to teach AI to come up with titles and synopsises for Christmas films with ridiculous results. <laughs> so we're gonna well, we'll call out a few of these, right? So let's, let's, let's portion them up. I'll do, I'll do the first few, uh, Paige, and then you can do the rest. Um, okay. All right, so uh, The Christmas Store. Okay, it's not too bad. Santa Christmas Christmas. All right, I like the additional Christmas there to make it even more Christmassy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Christmas Mile. Mm, no, Sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the Christmas mile exactly? Is that what, 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 is that coming home from the shops? Uh, is it what is it really? Uh, fight Christmas? Fight, no, fight? you don't want that. No, no, <laughs> nobody wants that. The only the only people on the naughty list know what fight Christmas is. Um, the Santa Christmas pasty Christmas or pasty Christmas? Santa Christmas pasty Christmas? What is that? <laughs> no ideas. <laughs> Then, you know, we have titles like Christmas Caper. All right. That's, that, that's not too bad. That's too bad. Okay. A Christmas Mister. <laughs> okay, go on. The Christmas Catoned 2. Oh, well. What the heck is that? We, we obviously didn't get enough of Christmas Catoned 1. Cat- uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Chris, A Christmas to Come. Well, all these titles just seem really weird. I mean, 
I, I don't even know what to think about them. Look, I, I'm pretty sure uh, even a two or three year old child out there could do a far better job at creating Christmas movie titles. So have a go of yes. it. All the boys and girls, have a go of that now and have a little game between you. But I guarantee you'll do a better job than all of these geniuses with the power of artificial intelligence at MIT. So I think AI has a long way to go. <laughs> indeed, indeed. All right. So, um, what's that noise? Kevin. Sleigh bells. Yeah, it sounds like sleigh bells. <laughs> Who's calling? Who could that be? It, oh my God! I, I can see our little elf in the studio here called Laura jumping up and down and waving. And I know that signal. That means that Santa Claus has called into the studio. All right. Santa! 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 Santa. Hey, <laughs> hey, Laura, patch him through. Patch him through. I want to I wanna hear what he has to say. What's so excited? Hello, Santa. Hello, Santa, and welcome to the Investigating the Invisible Christmas special. Ho, 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 ho. Hello, Kevin and Peju. Ho, ho, yes, it's me. It's Santa here. It's, it's wonderful, wonderful, Kevin, to be joining you on the podcast. Thank you so much for asking me. Oh, it's so good of you to call into us at your busiest time of year. So, so tell us, Santa... Have we guessed correctly? Well, Kevin, Mrs. Santa, the elves, and I have been listening to your show today. We're all on our break just now, sitting by the fireplace, eating cookies and drinking hot chocolate. It's been a lot of fun listening to you, trying to guess how we make and deliver all the toys to the good boys and girls every year. <laughs> what a challenge it is. Well, uh, whilst I cannot reveal how we make the toys, trade secrets and all that, I will say that we're always looking to improve the ways we work. We need all the help we can get, Kevin, because toys are becoming more complex. I remember when they were only made from wood. That's a few centuries ago now. But nowadays our poor little elves must figure out how to make PlayStation 5. <laughs> it's tricky stuff, I can tell you. And magic will only get you so far, you know. <laughs> What I will say, Kevin, is that your guests are quite close. I'll also say, I'll also say from looking at the elves jumping up and down over there in the corner, that you've given us a few ideas on how to make Christmas even more special. So thank you for that, because we're never, never without uh, some need for some new ideas and some, some inspiration. So, yes... Here we are. Moment of truth. We do use some AI here at the North Pole. Oh, it most certainly helps. But it does not always work as planned, it has to be said. And that's why we need our team of elves even more so now. We, we have a rule up here that you might be familiar with to always check everything twice. And this rule is even more important now that we use AI to make sure that every little boy and girl or child is happy at Christmas time. Oh, Kevin, I've got to go. I've got to go because our break time's over now. Uh, goodness me, time waits for no Santa. <laughs> but before I do go, I just want to say that my assistants, who usually make a list of the children who've been especially good and those who've been a bit naughty, they tell me that this year, children all over the world have been making an extra effort to be especially 
especially good. You know, getting their homework done at home, looking out for the old and the vulnerable, and doing those those special Zoom meetings with Grandma and Grandpa, just to keep the keep the family close. So I just want to say a huge well done and thank you to children everywhere in what has been let's face it can we talk turkey a rather tricky year <laughs> yes it has been a tricky year kevin well that's it from me take very good care of yourselves and from all of us here at the north pole a very merry christmas <laughs> bye bye kevin <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh, oh the old sciatic <laughs> goodbye santa take care goodbye goodbye santa thanks for coming wow. wow we had santa on the show no way i know that was incredible i can't believe we've had santa on the show it's been such an amazing and fun episode and and just to top it all off to have the the big man himself self called in and guess what you know uh, we we've helped we have Peugeot we've helped Santa I know officially Santa one of Santa's little helpers that's awesome We're, yeah will we be a fit honorary elves now I, I don't know I'll keep an eye out for the little elf hat in the post <laughs> <laughs> but like it was great to hear from him on and that you know you think how complex things are getting. Uh, he was talking about they used to start with wooden toys and now it's PlayStation 5s. And I think they have like the same amount of elves now. So they have to do so much more work with the same amount of people. So the only way they're going to be able to do that is by using bits of technology, I suppose. And obviously yeah. lots of magic. Lots of magic. You know, uh, Kevin, I think, you know, Santa's been listening to our podcast series because he was very clear that whilst they've started using AI, because obviously toys are now more advanced, it is not replacing the elves. You know, he has more elves checking things twice to make sure they're perfect. Yeah, and probably spending more time on the naughty or nice list to make sure that, like what Lewis said earlier, that they're, you know, every kid that deserves gifts at Christmas, make sure that they, they get them. If you're on the, on the nice list, yeah. you better, you, you'll, you'll, you'll be found. You'll be put on there, especially if you're kind of in between, you know, those elves are going to put a good word in for you. So I'm glad they have a bit more time of to course. do that now. Yes. Excellent. All right. Well, look, we know it's been a really difficult year for everyone. So hopefully this episode, our holiday special, uh, which has been an absolute pleasure to record, uh, uh, lifted your spirits. Yeah, and, you know, we've enjoyed giving you an opportunity to have an insight into the power of AI to make magic happen. Yeah, and so however you're spending your holidays this year, we want to wish you the very best. From all of us, on the podcast happy holidays happy holidays and we'll see you in 2021 